Dude, a scorpion looks like. They're very oh, cute. Look. He kind of looks like a tick. Oh, yeah. I would hate to have that in my house. They're totally... Yeah. Well, it wasn't in my house, just to clarify. Just to... Would you rather have No, that Rudy's or... house is gross and has weird bugs. That's not true. It has normal bugs. <laughs> <laughs> it is gross and has normal bugs. <laughs> um... Yeah, but the the claws are totally vestigial. They're just for like uh, mating and like intimidation. Hell yeah! I had a vestigial swim one time. Yeah, yeah. Do you absorb them? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now do you have the strength of a grown man and a single baby? <laughs> That's a Dwight Schrute. Yeah, joke. you're a bit of a Dwight. I'm such a Dwight. Dwight would be a white supremacist if the show took place nowadays. He'd be like a prepper, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dwight at Charlottesville like a would be a cool look. Yeah, no, he would definitely be Charlottesville. Yeah, there'd be a whole episode about that. Yeah, but through like, like Dwight going reverse. Yeah, through like <laughs> <Not a> co- <laughs> through a comedic series of events, it would be like he thought it was like a, a competing paper company. Yeah, so he was just chanting, "They will not replace us." I used to be able to sing dubstep a lot better. Welcome to the Horse Testing Host, Tristan Horse. Back at you on episode 57 of Welcome to the Horse Testing Host, Tristan Horse. There's one thing I can't do in life, and that is talk fast. I cannot properly talk fast. Welcome to the Horse Testing Host, Tristan Horse. It's just. Yeah, Welcome but we know what you said. Horse. Yeah, but I, I'm not enunciating as best I can, and I can barely enunciate when I speak normally. True. Welcome to the Horse Testing Host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 57, 57 of Welcome to the Horse Testing Host, Tristan Horse. Tristan Horse. We got a crazy fucking episode for you guys today. I have nothing written down, and it's all off the top of me head, but it's going to be a crazy fucking episode. It's going to be a fucked up episode. It's going to be a, just, a, just a fuck of an episode. A fuck of an episode. A fuck of a fifty-seventh episode of Tristan Horse. There's your full-length title for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am joined here in the eleven by eight horse house in an undisclosed location in Florida, USA. Joined here in this tiny, small, comfy, inviting, homey room with three. Like the three amigos, I guess you could say. I'm Martin Short. <laughs> oh yeah, Rudy, you need Martin Short. Drew's Chevy Chase, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent Chevy Chase. Stephen would be Steve Martin. Also, Steven, wow, that's actually a good. Like you guys would all be those people. Yeah. You would be uh, El Guapo or whatever his name is. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in so long. Who's El Guapo? You're Tico like Salamanca. He's the antagonist. <laughs> Can I be one of the? Um... He's the one that says, "I have a plethora of women." But he doesn't know what well, the word it's means. It's been a long time. It's a fun movie. Well, anything with those legends, it's got to be gold, right? True. No sexual harassment on set either. <laughs> hey, it's true. I haven't seen that movie. And no masks either. True. Uh, oh, me oh my. It's Rudy. <laughs> me oh my. <laughs> What the f- oh, you really are from the 1880s. I'm trying to simultaneously oh, 23. I'm very, uh, I'm very uh, demure. Is that the word? Whenever I do my intro, yeah, he was the guy who went through the forest. Stop, in America. <laughs> I'm trying to jazz it up a little bit. Very good. Oh me, oh my, I love that country pie. 
Bob Dylan song from 1969, Nashville Skyline. That's a euphemism. Back when I was in the Bob Dylan community on Tumblr back in like 2011, 2010. Yeah, you like convinced someone's girlfriend to kill themselves or whatever. Boom and based alert. Alright, fuck it. Who is this? He's the other guy. <laughs> Listener, don't cry. You can rely on us, listener. We're putting out episodes way more regular. We'll be around an episode out every Monday. Or maybe Tuesday, but it's coming out once a week. Uh, hey, it's Steven. Shout out to the hit album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Yeah. Very good band, Wilco. Yeah, you know, Steve, that's really funny that you did that. That was, of course, a parody of Jesus, etc. by Wilco. It's not a competition. I have been listening. No, it's funny that you did that because I've been listening to that song at least twice a day for the past week. Dude, I swear to fucking God we're the same person. <laughs> have you been doing the same thing? Yes. The, that, that weird violin is so good in the yeah. background. Yeah. Dun, dun. There's it, a it, goes live through, per- it goes through a variety of instruments. There's a the live song. performance mm-hmm. on Letterman. Yeah. Um, it's just so good. Where An- Andrew Bird, the guy that did uh, How oh, They Gonna Keep Him Down yeah. on the Farm. I, I listen to that liked, song quite a bit, too. Uh, yeah. He's playing like a he's playing like a, a lap steel, mm-hmm. but he's playing it like a violin. But instead, uh, of with cool. a, instead of with a bow, he's just like picking it like so quickly. That's cool. That's cool. It's really sick. We'll post that to the uh, Horse House Twitter page. Yeah, Jesus Etc. is a really good song. Uh, I thought I'd like Uncle Tupelo a lot better, a, a lot more than I. Uh, I not, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, are you guys familiar with Uncle Tupelo? I'm, I'm not. No. no, vaguely. Oh, oh, I thought. Um, Stephen, your eyes look so like you knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, I just I get enraptured when you're talking. Uncle Tupelo was um, two of the members from Wilco. That was their first band. Okay, and it had a pretty big, a pretty good. Following was it the, in the valuable members? Country. I think it's of two lead guys. Yeah. Weren't um, they? Weren't they like dun, dun, around with like dun. the Olivia Tremor control and like? Don't know. That's like Elephant Six stuff, right? Yeah. Like, were were know, they ever affiliated? I don't know if they were ever with that label. What I don't believe so. Well, they were. Th- they were still the same. Uh, that's the record label that did like Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, right? really? Right. You, you, it's yeah. funny. I I hate for the podcast to start off with music talk. <laughs> uh, but it's it's really funny how Neutral Milk Hotel released two albums in the nineties. And just said, all right, we're still going to be a band. Yeah. We're not going to break up, but we're also just not going to release any new music. Yeah, well, they only want to put out what's worth it to put out. So I mean, many bands were like that in the 90s. Like, that's what indie music was. Like, you were because, bands are still around. Well, yeah, but, like, because it was so commercially unsuccessful to be an actual indie band yeah. Yeah. that, like, you'd put out two albums on your own label and it'd be done. I mean, like, that's the whole thing with American football, too, right? I'm I mean, pretty like, sure that's largely what uh, uh, another hit band from that era, Mazzy Star, did. Yeah. Which were, like, yeah, very good. Yeah. albums from them yeah but i mean like in, unless unless you were an industry plant or you just got lucky or you're robert plant and you have a lot of money and probably many labels that would like in a big you. log 
through. Squeeze my lemon. Horrible fucking song. Yeah. I remember being a kid. You like, sound like a fucking fool in the rain right now. I was so fucking pissed whenever, as a kid, I was like, oh, Led Zeppelin's really cool. Like, I'm a I'm a young kid, and I'm alternative because I like Led Zeppelin and bands like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, Robert Plant did solo stuff? That's super cool. I'll check that out. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking Big Log. This yeah. is shit. I remember, I never knew This that, man's 300 yeah. pounds, and he looks I, like fucking <laughs> Val Kilmer playing Jim Morrison. Robert Plant? He kind of... He, he was like, never 300 he had, No, pounds. he did the British thing, but he did it like 10 uh, years yeah, later. Yeah, he had like else. a big look to him for a while. To be... To be let me... Let me <laughs> <laughs> he had a big look to he him. Was, he was... <laughs> rotund. <laughs> um, he's not big, but he's got a big look. I'm a, I'm a person of mass. I'm trying not to use very prejudiced language. Like, the thing that we need well, to explain to the listener right now True. is there is a thing that happens to British men. Mm-hmm. Like, 75% of British men, once they turn 30, I used to call it the Morrissey effect. Because Morrissey, Morrissey was incredible. Mor- <laughs> I'm from Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, boys. Uh, Mor- Morrissey uh, was an incredibly life man, like uh, like uh, like incredibly like thin. He's what uh, we would call a twink. Petite, yeah, a twink. Yeah, yeah. Then he turned into a bit more of an otter. Well, I would I would say uh, then into a bear. Because is, is, is that the next step? No, because otter otter just implies no, no, not yet. Isn't, but is, isn't, is that the gradual? Yeah, isn't okay, otter yeah. just a hairy? Boy. It, it, it tra- <laughs> <laughs> Traditionally, uh, the Lord. My always- why do they got those dentist chairs and those uh, <laughs> potatoes? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but the <laughs> all right, but like, but like after thirty, like they're they don't get fat, but they just get like inc- they become twice as broad as mm-hmm. they were before. They get bird chested. Yeah, but but like it's it's not just. Out. It's also in terms of girth. You it's guys, wider. You guys ever known people who are born with bird chest? Yeah, bird chest people. It's kind of freaky. It's cool. You see them with like their shirt off and they have like a big fucking like bone sticking out of their I chest. I wish I had that. Oh, yeah. It just looks like you know when like a, a a thin svelte dog lays on its back and you can see how bird chested it is. Yeah. It's like the like what are they called? Like wiener miners. Wiener miners. Wiener miners. I don't know. Wiener Myers. I don't know. Otters. Gay. Oscar Myers. I don't know. Homo. What are they? They really got to check out those dentist chairs, though. <laughs> but you know how, like, a dog has a big bird chest? Yeah. It's like that on a human, it's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, if you've got, like, enough, like, if you got enough mass, it's to a body built for ballet. If you're a if you're a bony little twink boy, not a good look. If yeah. you're like a like Gordon Ramsay, like with uh with just a t shirt on, that dude's a fucking unit. He doesn't have British male body. Mm. He has a normal person's he's an American's body. I would investigate him without his chef's coat on. Really? I would also want to see pic- <laughs> Yeah, and I would also want to see pictures of him when he was around twenty three. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he was right. a he was a big footy boy. He almost it's, went pro. It's weird and then how he people up his like leg. him who are objectively ugly are also like hot at the same time. Women, I think it's expertise. I yeah. think that's the thing. No, Mick Jagger has the same thing though. Yeah, well, because they Mick ha- Jagger has a they're chest. both people that have commands yeah. no, over he's their skinny craft. All over his whole body is is one flatness. No, but he's level. like no, he's he's a his whole body's level because whole flat down. whole flat is Iggy Pop. I mm. haven't seen uh, Keith Richards in a while. <laughs> Uh, he looks like um, just whatever he's doing. Tell him not to be under a coconut tree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did it, he, didn't a coconut fall on his head? He almost died or something? Yeah. I just picture him as that uh, retard, as big log Prince Philip, where he's in the car and his eyes are just all sunk in. We're, we're gonna get to that. To those oh, pictures. Yeah, we didn't to what that. happened. We're gonna get to it later. But Mick Jagger. All the women Jagger, are. Sorry. All the women go, go crazy for Mick Jagger, even old Mick Jagger. And like, yeah. I, I went to go see the Stones a couple of years ago with my mom and my sister, 
And they were like, yeah, Mick Jagger's ugly and blah, blah, blah. But after they saw the concert, they're like, man, Mick Jagger's hot as shit. Is it because... It's expertise. Yeah. Well, like, I was going to say, is it something... Like, like, dance up there and stuff and how virile he is as as an 80-year-old swishing. moves. Yeah, it's like, it probably drives a woman wild. It's like a raw masculinity that's coupled with, like, some amount of femininity. Yeah. Because, like, Mick Jagger, like, he's, he's a ladies' man, of course, but he's not, like, a traditionally, like... Masculine person. Yeah, like he doesn't have a machismo, and also he did have a lot of gay sex. So (laughs) I mean, he is yeah with another like female sex icon, David Bowie. (laughs) That is true. Well, I don't think it was ever proven, but a lot of rumors. Um, David Bowie, who of course uh, after like in the nineties became just full on straight. His words, not mine. And probably Mick Jagger too. Just said, "All right, I'm done being bi. I'm just gonna be straight from now on." That'd be really funny if when David Bowie talked to Trent Reznor about getting clean off drugs, he was actually talking about stop having gay sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had something else to say. Uh, the Rolling Stones concert. I, I had to have talked about it when it happened on the podcast, but it was a really good time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge Stones fan, but they they put on a good show. You know, it was. I was in an arena with probably fifty thousand people. Kind of sucked, but uh, yeah, not too bad. I saw him in Jacksonville, um, which is like nine hours away from here. We live a crazy area in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Just wild. We're actually somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Yeah, which is somehow claimed by Florida. This small patch. We live in. We live in uh, the middle of the Bermuda Triangle on JFK Jr.'s plane (laughs) next to the Isle of Tortuga, and also it's completely guarded by Wendigos. Please don't come here. Wendigo is some sort of ghost, like a kobold. Don't talk about it. Yeah. No, Um, a kobold is like a small demon. Yeah, it's a small German demon. A little goblin. It's a supernatural creature, though. As is a ghost. I I would say that um, in this... We're all over the place right now. Yeah, (laughs) I've been been trying to keep up. We've been going fucking wacko crazy. We're... Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. I've been very excited Folks, to Folks, Animaniacs is back on <laughs> your streaming services. I remember when it came out and no one said anything about it after. Don't I didn't, it was good or not. I didn't watch any of it. I, I didn't watch it when I was a kid either. Oh, you didn't? It was good uh-huh. when we were a kid. Yeah. They do this song about all the countries. I feel like the, the best thing about Animaniacs or, is just that Freakazoid became a thing. Freakazoid was really cool. Was he really? a character originally just on yeah. Animaniacs? Yeah. They, oh, I know that. And they, really they took a lot of liberties with having like the Warner Brothers license. Like they yeah. they did like caricatures of Steven Spielberg. Well, I thought it was cool that Steven no, Spielberg. No fingerprints. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's like a right? really sexual. Th- yeah. Good feathers, which as listener to the show John pointed out, should have been called Birdfellas. It was a parody of Goodfellas. But it was just three pigeons. It was really good. I always thought it was cool that Steven Spielberg produced a cartoon. You know, it's got to be like kind of good if like he's uh, he's not even a good director anymore. All right, next segment: Bridge of Spies. Text moment of the week. Uh, for, brought to you by Wayne Static. Rest in peace. He died in like twenty twenty. So I would like to talk about Prince Philip. Um, I really nothing in the royal family, so I'm not going to memorialize them. Yeah, I will say well done on 73 years of marriage. That's very sweet. You know, yeah. regardless of you know your thoughts on it's very on nice. There is 73. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but one thing that really kind of got my craw, craw, craw. One thing that really got my craw is that at his funeral, his those two bastards were there. What are they? Meghan Markle and. Uh, and what's his name? Meghan Markle wasn't there, I don't think. No, she was. Uh, she was skyped in. William. Her, her husband. <laughs> she was on was a there. segue with a screen. Her husband. <laughs> her husband was there. Is it Harry? Yeah. And I just. Um, it's funny how you can just go on an interview, and just totally throw your entire family under the bus, call them racist, call them this, call them that, and then just 
oh hey by the way i'm coming to the funeral well, for yeah. the man who, the man whose legacy i desecrated well the man whose legacy also was making off-color jokes that were typically based on race <laughs> we're gonna get uh, i screenshot some of those i didn't care at all when he died but when i read those quotes i cared a little bit I said, <laughs> rest in peace to a poster he is a poster you guys i presume have not seen the show the queen or the crown on netflix is no. that it have you watched it uh in, in another vicariously yeah so i i ended up watching a ton yeah. of it needless to say in another life philip would have hosted a podcast called the constable stable <laughs> <laughs> loved um, horse racing and horses there was just a lot of prince philip in the show and he was just he was they tried to make him like a tony stark type character it was like uh what? like i think it was actually pretty accurate it was like by the taliban or something in the show <laughs> the last line of the first season is i am the queen's consort he built buckingham palace with a in a cave with a box of scraps uh it was just um it was just you know like a character with like uh, redeeming humorous qualities, but all over is kind of a shithead. Yeah, uh, and has like a big inferiority complex because his wife is the most powerful woman in the, co- in the country. And um, he's technically Russian, isn't he? Uh, I mean, yeah, he was born in Greece. Yeah, well, I mean, in the same way that like but, the uh, Windsor, when he died, everyone said, "Oh, um, c- uh, conservatives would memorialize people." Say, "Well, you know, he was a refugee, and you don't want them oh in the country." Like, that's so fucking. Was he, he's, he's a Russian in the same way that the Windsors are German. Yeah. Well, you were the, showed me the two pictures of was it King um, uh, Elizabeth's dad, King yeah. George. Was it King George? And I can't, take, Nicholas I can't take credit for that. Yeah. That's yes, Bruce they were cousins. Yeah. Yeah. They were cousins or second cousins. They were cousins. They looked just mm, exactly they looked alike. Just, and, and they let them die. Yeah, which, yeah they did. Yeah. Which really doesn't why their country is the way it is. Because there was a meeting. There was a meeting for like the Diamond Jubilee of Queen Victoria or something. And the the future rulers of Germany, Russia, we'll post that on the Twitter, Britain, uh, like Denmark and like several other like king kingdoms, yeah. um, were all there because they were all our fucking grandkids. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a really kind of like cute picture of uh, Queen Victoria holding, um, I think it was Tsar Nicholas's daughter Olga. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Olga or Tatiana. We'll because, post that too. Um, um, as a little babby. Uh, forgive me, uh, Nicholas's wife. Uh, Alexandra. Yeah, Alexandra. She's a Danish uh, princess. And wasn't she also, she was either Catherine or Victoria's like favorite grandchild? Yeah, she was Victoria's favorite grandchild. Didn't they send like a letter to Buckingham Palace like, hey, help us out. They're trying yes. to kill us. And like, yes. Yeah, it'd be kind of bad PR. We're yeah. not going to do anything. Bad optics. Yeah. <laughs> I know he was kind of funny. He, he was, was a poster, yeah, dude. No, it yeah. sounds like he was really funny. He lived no, for the post. He was like a funny dude. Here's some Prince Philip quotes. This would have been such a good mini game if it was Prince Philip quotes or something Tristan said on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very funny, Stephen. Deaf. If you're near there, no wonder you are deaf. Said to a group of deaf children standing near a Caribbean steel drum band in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. If you stay here much longer, you will go home with slitty eyes to 21-year-old British student Simon Kirby during a visit to China in 1987. Love? You managed not to get eaten then to a British student who had trekked in Papua New Guinea. Damn. The British version of the Peace Corps is you just come home after two years and you get roasted by Prince Philip. Oh, he hated Tom Jones. I forgot about that. What's new, Pussycat? Yeah, he hated Tom. He said one time to him, what do you gargle with, pebbles? 
<laughs> it's so funny if the basically the king of England is talking shit to you. You are a woman, aren't you? <clears throat> to a woman in Kenya in 1984. <laughs> after accepting a gift. Do you know they are eating dogs for the anorexic now? To a wheelchair-bound Susan Edwards and her guide dog Natalie in 2002. <laughs> um... If it has four legs, that's just that's just that's just a fucking like uh, who's uh, a fucking like a never mind the bollocks joke. <laughs> if it has four legs and is not a chair, if it has two wings and it flies but is not an aeroplane, and if it swims and it is not a submarine, the Cantonese will eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a step away from a Norm Macdonald joke. Yeah, just like a really long setup that you don't entirely <laughs> yeah. follow until yes. the punchline. Yes, and that's what makes his joke so good. Mm-hmm. They're so meandering. And then you just pray that you get a punchline at some point. Yeah. Can we just play, can the viral audio clip of the week just be the moth joke from Norm oh, Macdonald? Oh, yeah, that's like his most famous joke. It, I mean, it's like 10 minutes long like with no punchline. It's <laughs> exactly, perfect. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's weird that Andrew's still alive. Well, I would have put money on Andrew dying first. It was first. funny seeing Andrew at the pres- the funeral procession. He was there with all of his brothers and sisters. Andrew's the firstborn? Andrew's the pedophile that hung out Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Um, I think he's the second son. Who's the, who's cause the Charles one? is old as shit. Have you seen him lately? No. Yeah. He looks like Gromit. Sorry, Wallace. He looks like Wallace. I'm American. <laughs> That'd be even worse <laughs> if he yeah, looked he like... It would be sick like if he looked like a clay dog. dog. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez, have, you, have, you, have you seen Charles lately? <laughs> Wallace and Gromit's so good. Um, really good. You big Wall- Wallace and Gromit fan? Yeah. Yeah. I'll the- remember Chicken Run. Really I was gonna movie. say Chicken Run wasn't technically part of that canon, was it? But I really liked it. It wasn't canon with the Wallace and Gromit universe, but it was part of Because Wallace and Gromit would have saved it. I liked favorite. it so much more than the Wallace and Gromit movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. Wallace um, and Gromit are good. I really because they came up with three shorts. In like the late 80s and 90s. It was A Trip to the Moon, A Close Shave, and I forget the other one. And then in 2007, I think, they came out with the movie The Curse of the Rare Rabbit, which I liked a lot. I watched the shit out of that DVD. I like Wallace and Gromit. And Nick Parks is the creator of Wallace and Gromit. He also did Creature Comforts. Remember Creature Comforts? No. Another claymation show in the same style. And then, what about MGMT? I think, isn't that an album by them? Do you think anyone calls them management? No. I'm sure someone did. If they do, I really fucking hate them. <laughs> what if it's been management the entire time? Kind of no, like how it's not Smashing Pumpkins, it's the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. It's it's not Smashing Pumpkins, it's dapper-looking pumpkins. They're Smashing Pumpkins. They're, Fart. They're, 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 Fart they're smashing. No, that's what it is, though. The Smashing Pumpkins. Like them crooked vultures. <laughs> <laughs> House voicemails. You can the reach Boontown us at three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa, Cocoa Beach, Beach Florida. Florida. Three two one three two three nine nine two one. See, three, you two, can talk one. fast. <laughs> <laughs> three two one three two three nine five two one. We got two voicemails, and they're both from Chris. Left Tuesday at nine thirty six a.m. Let's dig in. Hey boys, um, I just heard the uh, the Frank show. And I thought it was pretty good. I think he's a pretty good host. Um, I did notice, however, that you guys uh, completely just talked over my voicemail. Um, I know, like, I've been dropping the ball and I've been just progressively, like, I, like I haven't had any good, like, I've just sucked, really, for the past weeks and whatever. But um, 
You're probably talking over this one right now, and I urge you to stop immediately because if you talk over one of my voicemails again, I'm 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 done. So think about it next time. You know, I need the floor. Please uh, try not to talk over this and have a good day, I guess. Um, Thank you, Chris, for the voicemail. Chris, you have the floor. <clears throat> I took a little bit of time. Um, it's uh, 8.30 at night right now. I called earlier at about 9.30 in the morning, and I needed to take time to think about everything that you guys did to me. You talked over my, you talked over my voicemail, and then there's um, you... You. I, I just fucking can't do this shit. And then one of you guys, I forgot who, who it was, but one of you guys, when I was trying to fucking, don't, when I was trying to do a fucking fun, fuck, marry, kill situation, one of you guys, said that I was mentally unstable. Thank you so much, Chris. We love you so much. Uh, really great voicemails, and we really appreciate you as a person. We all love you so much. And we'll get more. We'll talk more about Chris later on because this Chris saga, this saga with Chris, is not over yet. Um, okay, three two one three two three nine five two one. Could reach Florida three two one three two three nine five two one. Twitter recently, and I saw we're only at thirty three minutes. I got nothing else. <laughs> thirty three. We've only this is like a forty five minute podcast. Thirty three content though. True, just pure bangers. True, nothing but the best. Also, uh, man, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was reading um, a tweet about how every um, autobiography about uh, Eleanor Roosevelt always kind of starts off with addressing how ugly she was. Because Eleanor Roosevelt was a very ugly woman, and in the in, in the so replies, rude. in the replies, everyone was posting her wedding photo and saying she's so beautiful, she's so beautiful. Eleanor Roosevelt is one of the ugliest women in history. Can I get that wedding photo, Rudy? Yes, sir. Working. Yeah, it's she's not, even, she's not even on the wedding photo. As possible. She looks bizarre, and all these bitches on Twitter are pretend gaslighting me. Yeah. <laughs> They are gaslighting the are entire internet. Are they doing internet. like this Slay Queen thing? Yeah, because yeah. Why, why her head so small? What a girl boss. Yeah. Let me see her. I mean, like, why head so small? She's a dog. 
in she's breeding. She's a fucking dog. She looks like a fucking baby from Eraserhead. <laughs> I mean, she looks cute here. No, and, and it makes sense that she was a dyke. Why is her head so small? Because the only way... In breeding, again. She was, was she a dyke or did she just fuck anything that walked? <laughs> yeah, she was a total nympho. Yeah. Uh, she, the ugliest <laughs> ones tend to be the nymphos. Um, True. But she had... Notorious sex pest, Eleanor yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah, well, she had that woman she lived with for a long time, and they found love letters. You know them. what her name is. She was definitely... It's Hicks. It's Hickman. Lorena. Lorena Hickman. Oh, yeah. Duh. Ele- Bill yeah, Hicks. Eleanor, yeah. Bill Hicks. Uh, so this is for everyone out there listening. Eleanor Roosevelt was not attractive. She was very homely, <laughs> which is unfortunate because FDR wasn't the worst-looking guy in the world. I mean, she looks a lot like her cousin. FDR. Oh, it's like fifth cousin, and though. Just so you know, listeners, if this eBay listing is to be believed, you can currently <laughs> buy a photograph of her, uh, autographed by her, for $2,500. That's probably true. I mean, she was a... She no, was those have got to be vied after. Like, real hardcore, right? People have got to be snatching those up. <laughs> oh, Eleanor yeah. Roosevelt. <laughs> I'd framed... I'd buy something stupid like that. Not for 2K, but But she... then you'd get into the eBay auction. <laughs> I would not be able to leave. <laughs> Wait, what about this similar sponsored item? President Donald and Melania Trump official White House photo poster picture. <laughs> oh, how, how big is that? <laughs> it's 8 by 10 That'd be kind of funny to have in the horse house. So it fit like just a sexy picture of Melania. Of Melania. Like 8 feet by 10 feet. <laughs> how sick would that be? How sick would it be if it was like a vinyl wrap? My, sex, yeah. car. my sexy Melania poster. My, my sexy Melania wall tapestry. You buy 12 of them, you uh, paste them all over the faces of the women on your Playboy oh, calendar. Shit. I gotta switch <laughs> these whores. True. She's got some boosh on her. Mm hmm. I don't fucking like that you did that. It's funny that. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I've had, she wow. may not have weathering heights, but she's got a little Kate Bush on her. Nice. I I have probably thought about this on the podcast before, but the current dislike of pubic hair on women is really like a, just a stupid thing. Evolutionarily? or No, 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 no. Iso play. Let him go. No, it's just stupid. He's got the ball. He's pulling it up court. It's stupid that people... Pubic hair is hot. When I was like, when I was like, when I was like, when I was like, when I was like 12 and I started Googling porn, not even porn, I, I, I would type in like nude breasts. And Steven, you're not, Steven, you're not allowed to lay like that in the horse house. Why not? Because it's sloth. There's no room. You're committing the sin of sloth. And when you lay down like that. You will not be able to say anything funny, and that's evident. Well, no one's ever committed gluttony or lust in this room. So. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, sit up, please. I was just... I, I was getting ready for story time, sorry. No, sit up. To lay down means so, you're tired No, and you but yeah, sorry I was committing a sin. Anyways, keep talking about your lust over feminine pubic hair. I used to look up on Dailymotion.com. Remember Dailymotion? Yeah. It was a YouTube where you could put boobs on there. Movie clips? Movie clips. Yeah. And I would type in, like nude bush and watch women shower with like big bushes and i don't really have the fetish anymore for pubic hair but i don't mind pubic hair and a lot of people though are disgusted by pubic hair were you specifically looking for the bush or was it just as a byproduct of pussy yeah i like i like bush a lot back then evidently. i don't think you have a fetish for bush i think you just have a fetish for anything and everything <laughs> that's really fetishizing things is really bad and really toxic and Tristan's basically violence appetite. True. <laughs> Literally a big appetite. <laughs> what else do I want to talk about? Oh yeah, Steve-O should relapse. 
<laughs> Steve-O should definitely relapse. Okay. He is so high and mighty. Which drug, though? All of them. Go back on all of them. No, there was one definite... <laughs> Definite peak Steve Crocodile or something. It was Whippets. Whippets. Oh, Steve yeah, was he king. was a big Whippet guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Steve, there's not enough Whippet representation in media. Steve O should relapse again because he's no fun. He's he's you know a little chubbier now because he's not you know a drug addict. He's been sober for a long time, like over ten years, I think. He's been sober, yeah. but he needs to relapse because he's no fun. He he's preaches. taking picture with vegetable yeah, instead of drugs. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. He, it was a big photo shoot well, he had no, recently. I'm, okay, so if this was anyone else, though, you, both of you would be saying, like, oh, clean living king. Get it. Like, good job on Steve-O like, cut his teeth. He made his living. He became famous off being a degenerate yeah. drug user, and he should go back to it. Because <laughs> he's a hypocrite now. He's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's betraying everything. If you've ever changed, you are a hypocrite. Done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's betraying everyone that he got addicted to yeah, drugs. You're being a fucking True. snake. True, that would suck ass. If Steve-O got me hooked on fucking Duster yeah, and then he got yeah. clean, I'd be so pissed. It's a good thing that Bam Margera will die of a drug overdose, though. Every, he, he'll never I thought quit. he died in that car crash. No! Whoa! Hey, what did he That's s- what destroyed him, though. What did, was Ryan Dunn dying? What did Ryan Dunn sound like whenever he died in that car crash? <laughs> <laughs> um, but just imagine, like, thank you, Chris. Every every guy in 2006 that like had a serious permanent body injury because their friend kept punching them in the nuts yeah. while they were drinking, uh, like, uh, Smirnoff ices and listening to Turbo Negro. Like, uh, whoa, a little specific, Stephen. Mm. It's a band. It's also a slur. Yeah. Oh no, I was going for the slur. It just sounded, <laughs> oh. it sounded like a life story. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's 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 quintessential 21st century end of history. Uh, but that that also like uh, is the saddest thing that ever happened. If you got addicted to drugs because you watched too much Jackass. I may have I may have already talked about this before, but I had a friend growing up. And he has been in jail for many years now. He's finally out, but he's not doing well. And uh, I used to hang out with him. Then why do you keep letting him get on the podcast? I I used to hang out with him a lot. And even when he was a kid, he was a troublemaker. But family friend, he would... I would always... He'd always be doing crazy things, you know, jumping off stuff. And I remember asking him when we were hanging out one day. I said, what do you want to, like, be when you're older? He goes, I want to be on Jackass. And I said, ooh, and sure enough... He has served many years in prison since then. And sure enough, and he is Ryan Dunn. Every every nine or ten year old who has said that, I want to be on Jackass when I get older. You know, that's my career. I want to be as a Jackass. They are going to go to jail or be a drug addict. So I know that or Tristan, have nine fingers. I know now that Tristan has two red flags. Uh, if you ever wanted to be a phlebotomist or be on Jackass, <laughs> wait, what do you mean? You, phlebotomist? you told me that everyone that you knew that talked about being a phlebotomist were just the grossest <laughs> people that you have ever known. That was off podcast, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. No, every fucking dirty kid who was gross in high school there whenever a, a, a you know a whatever an army recruiter or this or that would come into class and talk to kids about their futures whenever they'd ask what do you want to be and the kids would say phlebotomist the kid was always gross <laughs> it's exactly true just like how all student nurses at look universities have rolly backpacks are cunts and have biracial babies <laughs> He's talking about all of them, no one in particular. <laughs> I'm the funniest person in the world. Can you believe it? I'm glad that you've grown past some things. That was, 
<laughs> but all the kids, all the dirty kids wanted to be phlebotomists. Because it was like, you, you, go, you probably trained for a week, right? Just how to get blood out of someone. Well, I think that's the appeal, right? Is that it, it's medical, so And then it's you make necessity. like 50 a year. It's yeah. easy. And then you, know? you just like stick a dude 18 times trying to get the vein. Yeah. That happened to my sister one time. They couldn't find her fucking, they just kept pricking her over and over again, all yeah. over her arm. I, I, I don't mind needles, though. I kind of like the process. Yeah. Have you gotten your COVID vaccine yet? Why would I ever do that? You will yeah. get it, Rudy. You're the kind of guy. I'm on the fence about it. Yeah. Weren't we all walking into a restaurant one time? Yes. And Rudy and was wearing his mask. mask. And then we all made fun of him and he took it off. Well, so I'm not going to be the one asshole wearing a mask. <laughs> you took it off because we dogged your it's, ass. No, it's just none of you are wearing masks. I don't give a shit. Ha- have you gotten vaccinated? Fuck no, I'm not getting okay. vaccinated. Steven got the fake vaccine. Mm-hmm. The the Johnson Johnson is sixty six percent effective. Yeah, I'm against f- COVID. Yeah, I'm five percent quieter today because of all my blood clots. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. You know, that's no. I'm not taking a fucking vaccine that was made in six months. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm not taking any kind of. I've never gotten a flu shot. I've never gotten. I never got my seventh grade shots. <laughs> I'm totally never un- went to seventh <laughs> <laughs> No, but I had all my mandatory baby shots and shit. But I've never gotten a flu shot. Um, yeah. No need to. I I get the flu and guess what? I'm sick for a night and I'm done. Yeah, I'm strong. I have a, an immune system like crazy. And the reason why I'm not getting a vaccine again, also one, I've had COVID, so well, I know. so what are the odds it'll happen again? Yeah, exa- yeah. Uh, After you've slim. defeated gonorrhea thrush, it's kind of like yeah, you're exactly. immune, you're 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 just anesthetized and immunized, uh, like everything. But also in in these 14 months that we've had had, had to wear masks, I haven't cleaned one of my masks, <laughs> so all of the mouth gunk oh. and germs have made me stronger. So it builds True. up a protective layer. The max, mask mask doesn't. It's like a cast iron pan. All the black mold. Is- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the black mold in Texas Pete and cum keeps everything out. We have fun. That's the alternate lyric cut to the Beverly Hillbillies theme. (laughs) Black mold. Texas Pete. Cum. I have my doubts. No, because I don't really know Stone Day. But how is it that cannabis is a plant that grows? But we also have cannabinoid receptors. There's a part, there's something called a cannabinoid in our brains. Why are we linked with weed biologically? We also have caffeine receptors. How do that work? Was Were they called caffeine receptors before caffeine was named? No. The same way that these weren't before this was named. So it was we. It was cannabis, cannabinoid before it was named cannabinoid in our heads. This might be like a heavy overcorrection. So my they probably thing... have scientific names. It's just yeah. that those are the things that pick up cannabis in my, our brains. My hate for like very gross weed culture yeah. uh, is probably causing me to overcorrect it's a little cringe. bit. It's It's just whenever people, uh, people go, bro, you have like a whole second nervous system that's just for weed. Dude, you like got a whole second stomach for weed. It's like with it, you put weed in there. <laughs> weed cow. With weed anything. Cow. With anything. You chew else. your weed cud. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucking nasty. That's oh, what we dude, call dip. That's what we call resin. Dip but weed. 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 No, no, no. Hear me out. There's your dip podcast title. But, yeah. <laughs> Million dollars. Weed. Actually, maybe cut that because we might be able to make a lot of money. Or do you remember the snooze packets? Yeah. That just full of weed. But weed. Yeah. yeah, you just suck on it. Well, you'd have know? to like activate it, right? You bake it at no, like it's already 120 baked. or whatever. Yeah. Never mind. I just came uh, I just came up with an idea that there's a market of one for it, and it, the market is Rudy. Hmm. Uh, weed, but you do it like Coke. What, you snort it? Yeah. 
That'd be so cool. That's like those you get, cringe memes. You get back high like weed, but I it's... injected 14 marijuana as an overdose. Yeah. No, but Ru- that... Rudy's eyes just lit up like there's a, a big old bag of Cajun peanuts in here. <laughs> Bold. There's, there's something. Bold. There's something nice about about snorting stuff. It's just it's I've never snorted anything in my entire life. Good Only ibuprofen when I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> my my nostrils Wait, oh, are that like was a, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke my ibuprofen actually. I mean, it gets into your system quicker. When bro. you smoke pills, do you do you make like a spliff with a, a cigarette? Or you crush you them s- up like Smarties. Okay. Oh, you inhale. Oh, so you don't light anything. You just inhale it. I know you. Yeah. No, my understanding is you've always put it in with another you thing put it and in a, smoked that, like weed or like. I've never done tobacco. that. I, think I was like never a, a pill candle in a bag of Adderall, and you just you get some chamomile and you open it up and you just put it in this in, in this spliff. <laughs> really relaxing. A tea bag, but it's full of fucking perks. <laughs> <laughs> You, you stuff a clove cigarette fill, filled with Lexapro. I want to do Percocet so bad. You I've don't. been on a kick. I, I want to do some kind of opioid really soon. You don't. Just one. Tristan, knowing you, you very much do not want to <laughs> no, do you that. You just give me one and you never even want ever, ever again. I just want to try a Percocet. My hemorrhoid's gone. <laughs> did I tell you guys about the hemorrhoid? My joint pain. Did you pop gone. it? No, gross. You don't do it the hemorrhoids. I did that. No, no but... Really? Oh, that yeah, that probably would have been. You've never told the story on the show. This is so bad. (laughs) Rudy story hour. Um, Rudy, you popped it. Can you stop? Stop. All the listeners I care about, take off your headphones and put them back on in like two minutes. Doesn't that cause like nerve damage? Those are your nerves poking out of your skin. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't hurt when I'm in shit anymore. So go on. Uh, it was just big and it was in the way and it hurt whenever I shit. Holding in the way. The it, was hard to, band. it was hard to adjust around, and I'm trying not to get too graphic, so I just uh, I sterilized an X-Acto knife and got in the shower and just did a little squat. Then I uh, just... D- weren't there, like, wires hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. No, I just... Uh, it was it was there for a while, and I didn't want to go to the doctor, and I don't want anyone fucking around my ass, because at the time I was, like, yeah. 15, and I wasn't wow. open to that you yet. Really, yeah. You really could have hurt yourself, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, well, so... You could have caused... Re- you could you could have gotten septic. What, you just, like, bled a lot? Uh, I didn't bleed. It was just full of shit. Just what do you mean? Like, literal human no, shit? shit? No, but it was... Gr- it was Why like, was there shit inside it was like, your hemorrhoid? There was a lot of pus and blood. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I just... It uh, sounds like you had a cyst, Rudy. No, no it sounds more like a cyst. No, it wasn't yeah. a cyst. Because you, you like the Dr. hemorrhoid Pimple is something right poking out. Yeah, yeah, no, this is it, poking out. It was obstructing my anus. No, so I'm trying not to get isn't too... Isn't it your nerve endings poking out of your skin, right? No, it's not your nerve endings. No, it's, it's like, skin. like abdominal hemorrhoids. Endings. It's like your tummy, like your uh, actual stomach or intestines. Like, hello. Yeah, so uh, so Rudy had his anus apparently sticking out. No, it wasn't. I wasn't pink socking it. It was just... I. It was on the outside of my anus. Yeah. Uh, but it was real close. And uh, I just I held the held the blade. I squatted on the blade. If you've uh, was good. put your headphones back on to see if it's okay, wait longer. <laughs> so Rudy's crypto corner okay. really should <laughs> I've had two in my life. They always go away. They yeah. always go away. Some people yeah. have them forever though. But if you get impatient. I would never would never want to pop a hemorrhoid. That sounds like the worst thing. Uh. <laughs> Two pomegranate seeds came out. <laughs> okay, that was, was like, funny. It was like, like if you put, you like if you put pomegranate seeds through. in like a coffee coffee grinder for like a half a second. All right, next segment. I'm getting. <laughs> I'm t- I'm, this is this is like this, Cronenberg. This is so fuck it. Put this your headphones back on. You prompted the story. No, I'm just. I I thought we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I before. thought we had too. <laughs> we've never talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. Now yeah, it's time for I've Rudy's crypto corner. Huh. Rudy got the floor. 
Oh, hey. It's me. Um, expect to talk about this for a long time because I have some crypto shit going on in my life, too. Great. I'm glad I prepped all this. Yours can be part of my corner. I'm glad I prepped all this. Eat shit. Prep, what are you, gay? Yeah, Try not to get HIV AIDS. Pop my ass bubble. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, Bitcoin, uh, over the past week, uh, uh, me oh my! I'll, uh, <laughs> Don't try to overdo it. Yeah. Don't try to overdo I, it. It's my it's my vamp stall instead of saying um. Um, so yeah. much better. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because um, I'm back to normal. Say erm um, like you're British. Bitcoin hit a new all time high. Uh, what did that know? Eighty seven? No. Uh, Sixty four. One hundred million. Sixty four nine hundred. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, if you're if you're in, keep going up because. Buddy, it's rallying. Doze check with Tristan. Hey guys, it's me, Tristan, and we're doing a Doze check. I, I I now am invested in Dogecoin, and I'm making a lot of money. Rudy told me Doge is but only a fed, did not, and say that. that only feds in cringe posters did not do say it, that. and it's only a fad, and you're making no money off of it. I put $100 in on Thursday night just for shits and gigs. And now I have my equity is $134.37. That is $134.40 that I did not have before. Now it just sits here and collects. Is that? I pulled my initial $100 out once it reached about 20 cents. Mm hmm. And so now I have my initial $100 in my bank account, and all this money I'm making now is money that I didn't work for. Yeah. It just gets collected by the Doge. <laughs> I don't know any stock terms, so it just gets collected by Doge, and I get more money or less money. Wasn't Doge like an honorific in like uh, Venice back in the day? You really we are console? currently at $0.35 cents on Doge, by the way, and it's looking like it's going to be a good day for Doge. We'll check back in next week. Rudy, back to you for your crypto corner. Uh, so. Oh, Rudy. Oh, shit. Oh, Rudy. Sweetheart. I am sorry. I never wanted this to happen, but I can't control him. He be doing his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> That sound now triggers Tristan's viral clip of the week. Today's welcome to the Horse House viral audio clip. Tristan, Tristan Horse's Horse House viral audio clip of the week comes from it's a little close to home. Comes from Chris, who is a notable character on this show who we bring out every once in a while was two hours away from the house who's for been, several months. who's been stirring some shit recently with us with me with my podcast and it's okay i love chris forever okay but he did slander us on the newest episode of the big show number 17 you can find it on youtube so here's what Chris had to say after I left a voicemail. I take time out of my day to leave a fun voicemail for Chris's podcast so he has something to talk about and, and some, quite frankly something for his listeners to laugh at. Um, so here's what Chris had to say. Looking handsome as usual. I hate to say it. Tristan Horse and his program. I've never heard mm -hmm. one full episode of... Uh... <gasps> I'm kind of on strike for them because they are... <sighs> We kind of just like full of shit. 
you know, there's just something about him that's just like full of I'm shit. Talk and I don't, I like it, it, there's like a phoniness to it that, um, and they, they, every time I call into their show, their voicemail segment, segment, segment their voicemail seggy, I get talked over, people talk over me. Um, it's just something I've learned. All right, your words on mine. Yeah, don't lose that voice. He has a clip from our episode. <laughs> and it's extremely disrespectful, and I called in to let them know, so we're going to have to wait until fucking Monday or Tuesday or whatever to figure out um, figure out how they feel about what I said. But, like, <clears throat> Jesus, man, like, I, there's not a show out there that makes me feel more disrespected than <laughs> Welcome to the Horse House. You can put that on a clip. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it anymore. Okay, the uh, the next call is coming from uh, is coming from Patrick. Also, you know, I messed this up. We did- Patrick, who has been on our podcast as well, we so should Chris, have talked over that. I, <laughs> I am. The other boys are not on my side with this, but I am extending an olive branch to you. I love you with all my heart, and I would lay my life down for you. And I'm in love with you, and I would. I, I would like to extend an olive branch for peace between us. Let's all iso. Let's. I'd hate to lose. I I'd hate to lose you. Let's all go around the room and say what. Let's get our feelings off our chest. Drew, you start. Because Tristan Chris? just Tristan just said what he wanted to say about Chris. Or yeah, about the situation, mm-hmm. the 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 scandal. Um, you know, know, it's my podcast. I don't want you guys to say anything. I want me only me to say okay. something. Richard Cox, stand back and stand by. <laughs> Your orders are waiting, and there will be a time for you in the sun. You just have to hold out until then. Paprika, 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 paprika. <laughs> uh, look, I'm I'm a, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a little hurt, mm-hmm. but I will say this. Um, Super Unknown's a great album. I mean, you look at like the songs off of it. Like, I mean, you can't quintessentially the 90s Black Hole Sun. I Chris mean, right needs there. to so be... So, Chris, you know, you're still good in my book. Chris needs to be more thankful to, to be my friend. He released <laughs> in print his magazine. Mm-hmm. I sent him the website saying, hey, this is a cheap place to make magazines, physical magazines. So, he made a magazine, that I think of, um, it's a Paper Times. I forget which volume Volume it is. two. Volume two. I submitted to it. I'm in it. Um, but Chris has understand. I bought an issue. Patrick bought an issue. Matt, who's a listener, bought an issue. And I'm sure Frank bought an issue. Those are all my friends and people who found Chris through being my friend. So, Chris, I would appreciate it if you stopped with all the rude talk about me and my podcast and me as a person and me as a friend of yours. Be a little more thankful to have me in your life because I've been, I made you, I did the math. I, I think I made you 220 bucks. Okay. Or, or at least some of that. Okay, Chris. So I love you, man. And I hate, you know, for the power dynamic to be on my side with this, this friendship, you know, me being the powerful one who really gave you a lot of success. And I don't want to become that way, but if, if you, if you keep, keep down this path, I will lord over you and I will be your, I will burn you to the ground. No, but really, Chris, I love you. And this sounds like a voicemail I'm leaving for because <laughs> no one else oh, is talking. No. Um, no, but really, Chris, Olive Branch extended, and I'm sorry that we we're never gonna over, we're, we're never gonna talk over your voicemails ever again. We've all made a pact. Raise your hand up to do this. <laughs> you gotta switch cuts. <laughs> I'm not making Steven that pact. Will, me and Steven will not talk over your voicemails. We and, love you, Chris. And I'll definitely not talk about voicemails if you come out of retirement and get uh, Temple of the Dog back together. 
You know, you know what it's I. It's a bad bit, Stephen Stop. I just want to say, you know what I noticed. What um, about this small segment of his Relaxed. podcast? Because that's the only bit of his podcast I've heard. Because I would never listen to him. Shit. <laughs> oh, um, here it comes. It sounds an awful lot like the same like uh, format as the Horse House. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. That's what I notice. It makes it, one. Maybe... Oh, he's got. A, oh, he has a voicemail segment. Yeah. Where did he get that idea from? It kind of makes you wonder if maybe he drew any inspiration. That's saying it nicely from us. Well, bef- never mind. <laughs> Seems about to say a racist joke. I was going to say I thought he got the inspiration. <laughs> oh, we're going to edit that out. I know. Please we're do. Have, we're going to bleep it, Stephen. That was really rude, and I never want Chris to have to hear that i just like that our podcast has grown enough that we can engage in a very uh stupid fucking clout war with another small <laughs> podcast and we are talking about literally, microscopic podcast literally here. ones of listeners yes yes um i still think my estimate about 20 listeners there are a couple of people who i don't even know who listen who who respond with on with us on twitter so we'll see um, also, speaking of Twitter, Julia Fox sent me a DM from her burner account. Um, only I know about this account, so don't don't even try to find it. And she said, "Expect something in the mail soon." It was followed by a kiss, a uh, kiss emoji. Okay, so hopefully by next week we have a big old package or maybe a small package. Uh, so ten pounds tuned. eight ounces. Stay, stay tuned for that. We'll see what Mrs. Fox sent the horse boys and the horse house that was tristan's viral audio clip of uh the week yes sir yes sir uh maybe you listener will be the next uh the subject of our our next viral audio clip of the week if you play your cards right in, in this process world, in the wrong way <laughs> or if you cross the wrong <laughs> way in this world and especially in america um that's one of the great things about it horatio alger you can be anything you want in this beautiful country we call home uh now sure it hasn't been nice since at least 1865 but (laughs) it's still a country that i adore all right next segment thank you That's how Rudy will talk after a couple more hits from the CHC. No. Steven, you were wrong. You went to Las Vegas. We yeah. talked about it last week because, of course, Frank had the podcast. It was his show that week, last week. And he didn't really care all that much. He did not. He did not give one, <laughs> he did not give one shit. Well, it was the Frank shingle. Brown takeover. He got to talk about what he wanted to talk about. Yeah. And what he really was really weighing on his soul and mind was, was the decapitation and crucifixion <laughs> of lizards. It was a 24-hour Frank takeover, and we loved it. Frank has proclaimed it to be the best episode, and he, and his, he does run the Horse House Wiki in his head, and he is the, 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 you know, the guy who, who, who makes such announcements. He, he does run the, the Horse House, uh, Wiki page, which is just him screaming at a Dunkin' Donuts cashier. <laughs> Video games. We love you, Frank. And then they fought Billie Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> So how was Las but Vegas? Yeah, the the, uh, the bright light city uh, set my soul on fire. You know, I was out there for like four days. Why? Why did you immediately fall asleep <laughs> when I started talking? I was listening. What's up, man? Uh, What's his listening? Don't face? worry. He told you you. Could I was have on a, the segment. Yeah. I, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your segment. I, I was on a plane for the first time. It was fine going there. The way back was awful. Um, a didn't someone go into diabetic oh, shock? No, actually, on you know, fucking plane yeah, the, there. The, yeah, but it didn't affect me. Oh, that's really rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had to call paramedic. Like I had to walk around paramedics. Uh, I said flying on, on another plane and dock and. I, I kind of thought that was happening in, in run. <laughs> because because there was a there was they asked if there was a doctor because I think someone went into is that true yeah. I always wanted to be like in a plane or an area where just any sort of old building yeah and someone says there a doctor in the house I will say it's the- <laughs> <laughs> woo that was the closest in my life I've ever come to stealing valor. <laughs> I'm a like, doctor. Like I was, I was just ma'am, there. Ma'am, ma'am, I think the problems in your pussy. George Costanza, marine biologist. Yeah, like, like the <laughs> the my AirPods were in, and they they came on and asked if there was a doctor or anything. Uh, and there, I think there was a doctor in front of me because like his mother in law started looking at him, and he, I just heard I saw him go like like I'm a, I'm a vet. <laughs> like a vet. I don't want to do. It. <laughs> he was he was watching he was watching like uh, stop. I'm a physical therapist. He's watching Boss Baby. No, it was something stupid. Like he was watching Rick and he, Morty. He's watching Doctor Who movie Monster Trucks. No, he was watching like um, he was watching like Wanted or something on on his iPad, so he could help Salt the woman. Starring the, Angelina Jolie. Uh, but but. Drop. <laughs> right, right on my cock and it hurt. I saw that in theaters. Um, yeah, I Monster Trucks. I saw Salt two in theaters. I saw, saw Salt two times in theaters. No. Uh, wanted. I wanted. In middle school, assault. in middle school, I was trying desperately to make friends, and the thing in town was to go to the movie theater on Friday. Yeah, so man. I saw "You Don't Mess with the Zohan" three weekends in a row <laughs> oh with my. three separate groups of people trying to make friends. Funny, I saw "Dinner for Schmucks" three times with three different groups of people. Same person. <laughs> How many friends did you guys get out of it? None. <laughs> I still am friends with every Each single other. person. <laughs> but um. Uh, on the on the way back, uh, it was. Oh, we're a, still on, only the plane yeah. section of the story. <laughs> Turbulence is cool. Turbulence didn't bother me at all. It's very freeing. But but uh, it was freeing. a red eye, so I was just like, freeing. yeah, I'm just gonna gust fring. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I am the I'm the gust that killed Cook Fring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but on the way back, uh, it was a red eye, and I thought I was just gonna be able to sleep the whole flight. And like it was kind of sparsely populated. Look at Steven. He's he goes on one plane his entire life, and he's already saying lingo. Red eye. Like I, I thought he's it was a big be... fan of Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he's too into flight culture. Based alert. The, your honor, I'm drunk right now. Uh, flight culture. It was uh, a good movie. But uh, I, your phone's coming off your head just then. He's shaking a lot. But uh, but um. It was sparsely populated, so I wasn't even sitting next to people, and I was like, "This is awesome." And then um, a woman brought in her her infant child, uh, and he just, within thirty five seconds of being on the plane, started screaming, and he did not stop until we landed in Orlando at five thirty in the morning. Hell yeah. Also, his mom or caretaker fell asleep within approximately five minutes of being on the plane. So it was just this child awake screaming the entire time. Basically unattended. Yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom. I mean, where are they gonna go? And I, I, I like playing. True. Also, the closest I've ever come to stealing Valor is the second time, because I was just going to uh, 
and then I epically walked up to the child and laid down on the floor because I too am autistic and I taught him how to live. I taught this beautiful mestizo two-year-old to stop screaming in public. Did you do anything in Vegas? Yeah. I heard you just went to that I will well, which is cool. I, I didn't even hear that. I went to the Neon Museum, it was cool. Like, I, I, I would say this, and this is really if I could give away anything to the listener. I think there is no greater microcosm of the 21st century American experience than Las Vegas, Nevada. Like, you're surrounded by the most beautiful scenery. Like, I've never been out west in the topography. It's just, it's otherworldly. Like, people say it's just brown, but it doesn't matter if it's boiling. Like beautiful reds and purples, and like when you get in on the real and you're out in the rocks, and you take a moment, you're like, wow, this is beyond, this is beyond change and like the nitrogen and the atmosphere. It's just like, we are so, we are so small, you know? And it's like, it's like, a, it, it makes you feel closer to the higher power or the universe. Like, it's Fuck just, you hands. feel like you're part of something that's greater than yourself, and then you get into the city. And you are just surrounded by Ooh, prom stars. Hello. Every beautiful and horrifying thing you could ever see. Every freak on God's green earth. You know, like I, I went to the Bellagio and I saw like they had like a, a little arboreum and I saw like it was like for spring and there were beautiful Dutch tulips and like, a cherry blossom tree and you could walk through and smell them and they were still alive like they weren't like cut flowers they were still like planted um, and I walked out of the Bellagio and there was a beautiful I gotta get back the happiest night of her life taking her wedding photos beautiful wedding gown just radiant so happy, surrounded by friends and family. I'm back. You still talking about uh, Las Vegas? Oh, Tristan, welcome back to this episode of This American Life. You- Steven. <laughs> and she- you also stepped all over my fucking joke, which you, you do every time that I ever great- say anything on this podcast. You had a great time, huh? First time on a plane, first time in the desert. It's good. When I went to the desert in Arizona, it was awesome. <laughs> Ooh, Las Vegas, ain't no place for a purple 
stuck with the dealer Trying to get ahead Spend all day at the Holiday Inn Trying to get out of bed Ooh. 